This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, October 6th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. Ag Climate Plan out soon. Meaningful ag climate funding promised and climate projects must be producer-driven. State to release plans for agriculture and climate goals. By the end of the month, California Natural Resources Agency will release the first draft of its Natural and Working Lands Climate Smart Strategy. That, according to CDFA Secretary Karen Ross, who spoke at a meeting of the State Food and Ag Board on yesterday. The two agencies have been working with Cal EPA on the document since late 2020. It will focus on nature-based solutions to accelerate climate-smart land management in the coming years and decades to contribute to achieving carbon neutrality and building climate resilience, according to the agency. Topping the list of priorities is safeguarding the state's economic sustainability and food security. Following the report will be the administration's 30 by 30 strategic pathways document, which will outline steps to meet the governor's goal of preserving 30% of the state's land and coastal waters by 2030. Ross added that there is also, quote, really serious work going on within the agencies to update the state's AB 32 climate scoping plan with a public review process expected to run through next year. Now, on that note, CDFA staff compiling public comments on the latest iteration of implementation regulations for the POP 12 animal housing law. Ross expects that to soon be filed with the Office of Administrative Law for review before the regulations take effect in January. Newsom signs a bill on food packaging, olive oil, and child care. Governor Newsom ramping up his signing and veto activity as he nears a decision deadline for bills on Sunday. This week he signed a bill that sets limits on when olive oil producers can use the name California on their labels. On Tuesday, he traveled to Fresno to sign a raft of bills on early childhood learning and care. Among those was a measure to improve access to child care for migrant ag workers. Senator Melissa Hurtado of Sanger thanked the governor for approving her bill and shared how she cared for her younger siblings as a child when both parents worked on farms. Newsom also signed bills banning toxic PFAS chemicals in disposable food packaging and limiting single-use condiment packets. California Republicans furious over Delta Flow's decision. Several Republican members of Congress blasted the Biden administration for the decision to re-examine the biological opinions governing Delta pumping operations. Led by Representative David Valadeo of Fresno, they called the action reckless, anti-scientific, and politically motivated, said it was shocking Democrats would oppose a plan that helps disadvantaged communities suffering from drinking water shortages. At a time when Californians are burdened with the high gas prices at the pump and unreliable electricity for their homes, California Democrats and the Biden administration now want to deprive them of water supplies, argued the Republicans in a statement. Dems cut back on spending plan. Now that congressional Democrats have to slash their $3.5 trillion Build Back Better spending plan, the attention is turning to what gets cut and by how much. Senate Agriculture Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow of Michigan declined yesterday to discuss the possible cuts that could be made in the agriculture provisions. 
but she did assure AgriPulse that the bill would still have something meaningful when it comes to addressing climate-smart agriculture and forestry. We still have a very important role to play in tackling the climate crisis and addressing the wildfires, she said. One source with long ties to congressional Democrats suggests they're deciding between prorating everything or picking and choosing which provisions to cut. The source believes climate funding is likely to be a priority for the funding if Democrats decide to protect some areas of the bill more than others. Keep in mind, yesterday CNN asked key Senate Democrat Joe Manchin of West Virginia whether he would support a bill in the range of $1.9 to $2.2 trillion. Manchin replied, quote, I'm not ruling anything out. He had said his top line was $1.5 trillion. By the way, Representative Abigail Spanberger, a Virginia Democrat who chairs the subcommittee of the House Ag Committee that handles conservation and forestry programs, was among 11 moderate House Democrats who talked online to President Biden yesterday about the bill. Bozeman opened to Vilsack CCC funding. Congressional Republicans sharply criticized the idea of using USDA's Commodity Credit Corporation to set up a carbon bank to buy and sell offsets. But that idea appears to be off the table for now in favor of a plan to fund large-scale demonstration projects for developing markets for climate-smart commodities. The top Republican of the Senate Ag Committee, John Bozeman of Arkansas, told AgriPulse he's open to supporting the plan as long as it benefits farmers and it does not result in new mandates. Bozeman said that CCC spending should be limited to agriculture commodities and that the projects must be producer-driven. Now, for more on how successive presidents have ramped up use of the CCC, you can read our weekly AgriPulse newsletter today. We also look at USDA strategy for combating African swine fever and the possibility of the Biden administration finding a middle ground on redefining the waters of the U.S. Farmers' trade outlook turned sour. Farmers are feeling more pessimistic when it comes to trade. That according to the September survey of producers sponsored by Purdue University and the CME Group. Earlier this year, 7 out of 10 farmers expected ag exports to increase over the next five years. In September, only 37% of farmers felt the same way. Concerns about input costs also rising sharply. More than one-third of the farmers surveyed said they expect input prices to rise by more than 12% of the coming year. That would be more than six times the average inflation rate for farm inputs. Republicans. Biden throwing in the towel on China. Senator Chuck Grassley, senior Republican of the Senate Finance Committee, which oversees trade policy, didn't like what he heard from U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai this week on the Biden administration's approach to China. In a speech Monday, Tai said the administration would be working with allies to pressure China to reform its trade practices. But Tai would not say whether the administration would pursue a new trade agreement with China Grassley told reporters yesterday that President Biden appears to be, quote, throwing in the towel. Grassley said trade policy has taken a back seat to the administration's domestic priorities. I hope I'm wrong when I say he is not as involved in trying to get China to the table as he ought to be or as Trump was. Here's today's He Said It. I love Fresno. I love the Central Valley. You matter. We care. That Governor Newsom.
Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, October 6th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.